You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. People pay good money to see this movie. When they go out to a theater, they want cold sodas, hot popcorn, and no monsters in the projection booth. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. Turn it off. choisi cet endroit pour prendre sa retraite. Ça, c'est le Colisée. C'est marrant, on dirait Madame Dorn. Tu comprends pas, elle peut pas retourner dans cet appartement. Hey folks, welcome to a special episode of The Projection Booth. I'm your host, Mike White. On this special episode, I am talking with Filippo Meninghetti, the director of De, which has the American title of Two of Us. It is currently available on Amazon Video. It is a very heartrending story. Absolutely cannot recommend this one enough. Check it out and enjoy the interview. How did you decide to get into filmmaking? I believe in my, I guess in my teenage years, I had two people that were very important for me because they, they, they started to uh, hand on to me a home video cassette of, you know, VHS at that time of wonderful directors. And uh, I was a difficult kid and uh, that helped me a lot. And I guess at that time it seemed like um, a very interesting thing to deal with. And, uh, and then, and then uh, since then I, I did many different things. Uh, on movie set and then being an AD and then I wrote for other people and then little by little I I get to uh, direct. Something. Can you tell me about that, the first film that you directed, was that the documentary? Uh, it was a documentary, yes, uh, but actually that film, it's hard to me to, to, to think about that as, as a film of mine since it was something that I made uh, for the Italian uh, trade unions of workers in, in construction. Or something, and and uh, they wanted. Uh, I was studying anthropology uh, at that time, and that documentary was uh, kind of uh, 
an element of uh, of uh, studying for me uh, about how people manipulate their own representations. And so it was uh, a very interesting experience, but I, I, I don't see it as my first film somehow. <laughs> it's, uh, it's something that I did to, to, to understand a few things. But then um, for me, my, my very first film is my uh, short Lintruso, the intruder. And tell me, how did two of us or do, how did that come about? Two of us, uh, it's related somehow to um, those two people that pass on to me the passion for cinema. Uh, since uh, in my teenage years, they went through, especially one of them, uh, a very uh, difficult uh, time. And uh, even though the story of the film is completely invented, is made up, I was really, really moved by by her story at the time. And, and I always wanted, uh, I was told if one day I had the possibility to reach an audience, then I would have loved to tell this kind of story of uh, self-censorship and exclusion. And, and so then for years, I had that in mind since, uh, till the day I, I, uh, I, I, I saw, uh, the neighbor or a friend of mine living the, in the same way that Nina and Madeleine, the characters of the film, uh, are living. So, uh, kind of sharing, uh, the last floor of a building uh, with two apartments and landing that becomes like, uh, that become a, a, just a whole one apartment somehow. And, and when I saw that, uh, those, uh, this architectural device somehow I, I thought it was a very good and simple and everyday life metaphor uh, for the story that I wanted to tell of self-censorship and exclusion because these two doors that are always open and then uh, after a while in the film are always shut uh, were a very simple image I guess that was very precisely uh, telling the, the, what happening, what is happening inside the characters. From what I understand one of the hardest things about filmmaking is actually getting it made, getting that final approval to have it produced. What oh, was yeah. that like for you to actually get this thing made? Oh, it was, you're right. <laughs> it is definitely the hardest thing, I guess, at least in my, in my experience so far. It was six, almost seven years of, of, uh, you know, uh, struggling. Uh, with my producer and my co-writer with Madison Bovarazmi and uh, it was a long way and um, I guess even when we made it we were still short on budget so I guess it is also uh, the hardest part of filmmaking are getting it made and then once you get it made trying to keep the core of the of the thing that you really want to say you really want the audience to feel to get it through all the difficulties and the problem that you might have, which are, uh, you know, a lot of <laughs> different problems that may happen on a movie set and, and on, in pre-production. How was it for you directing something that wasn't in your native language? Yeah, that was, uh, you know, I live in France since uh, nine years or so, uh, but I've learned French uh, when I was 30. So, uh, you know, so I, I, I do speak uh, French, but, but it, it is not my first language at all. It was a challenge, but also I, I did that before. Uh, I, I did direct a short, uh, which is in a language in uh, in Britain, uh, which is a language that is spoken by almost nobody nowadays. And I don't speak at all that language, and, and it was on purpose. So I already had this, had this kind of experience, and I find it very, I mean, with the other one, which I didn't speak, was really fascinating. Because you can you can be aware of so many other things that that the actors are doing, and with French it was a real challenge, but also uh, 
you know, I had my co-writer with me on set. So if I, and she's French. So if I ever had any kind of, uh, problems with dialogue or, or so on, you know, I, I had somebody to help me. Yeah. I think it's interesting because, uh, it's, it's also, I also like to be a stranger in the country I'm living in because you have a different, uh, point of view on things. And, and I think, uh, it is worth to, to, to deal with this kind of difference. Yeah. You mentioned your co-writer. Can you tell me a little bit more about her? Oh, yeah. She, uh, yeah. She's a young, uh, French, uh, writer and, uh, she's amazing and very talented. And, uh, we actually live together. And so it's, uh, it was very, very, uh, interesting for us to uh, write a love story being a couple. And so I guess we, we, we put a lot of, uh, ourselves in a very strange way, probably into the characters. And, and, uh, yeah. So, you know, we have a, a very deep understanding. And I guess that is very, very helpful, uh, you know, in, in, uh, in writing a story together. The, Film is such a tour de force of acting, and I'm very curious. Can you tell me about the casting of your leads? I had the chance to work with with wonderful actresses, Martin Chevalier, Barbara Sukova, but also Led Rucker uh, and Muriel Benazerat that plays uh, and the, the other role, the other main characters. You know, uh, Martin and Barbara are uh, legends of. Uh, you know, Martin, she's uh, an institution in French theater, even though she hasn't done much uh, cinema. While Barbara, you know, she, her, she, her filmography, it's, you know, it, it is something uh, incredible. And, and they made me this gift of trusting me on my first feature, uh, which was, you know, uh, very, very brave, I guess, from her point, their point of view. And, and uh, also, for me, it was very important to find actresses that were brave enough to represent their age in an honest way. And that was uh, our very first conversation with both of them. I told them that I was going to shoot in very uh, in extreme close-up uh, with not much makeup, and uh, so you could see the wrinkles and everything. And uh, if they were to agree with with that, and and they did, and I think that's very rare and very brave that uh, from an actress of that age to show that and 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 to go uh, all the way uh, that we wanted to go. Oh, and of course they have their amazing talent and experience, and and that was for me. Uh, such an opportunity to work with such a talent. What were some of the biggest challenges other than actually getting that approval and, and the funding to get it made? What were some of the challenges of making the film? Uh, one of the most difficult part is, you know, since we were short on budget, we had, you know, not, not many days uh, of shooting, even though I guess it, it is never enough. You know, you always want more, even if you have more budget. So the, 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 the idea, the, 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 my, my concern was about getting, uh, so we were, shooting quickly and but still i needed to to take care of the balance of all the different elements you know uh two of us is really a film of, of balancing different elements and different tones and different you know scenes that have kind of uh, genre kind of feeling and different kind of genre and being able to keep it all together and consistent and and focus on the balance between all the emotions that the character is feeling and, and, and the audience and you want the audience to, to, to feel that was, that was the real concern and something that we spent a lot of attention to. It has to make you feel pretty darn good that your first feature film gets nominated for so many awards. I mean, Golden Globe, I mean, you were even nominated for an Oscar, correct? 
uh, we, we were shortlisted. We shortlisted. When, when the, all the way, but we you know already it was, it, it did feel, uh, completely amazing and, and very surprising, very surprising. I, the film was, uh, kind of fragile and for a long time, uh, I wasn't definitely, I wasn't sure that we were going to, to make it. Uh, and, and so knowing that, uh, after the seven years that we spent to, to get it done, when I when I look at the path uh, the, the the film uh, has been through, uh, I'm just grateful. You know, it's my first feature, and I never thought that it could go this far. And you know, the results went beyond my best expectations. So that's that's a true gift, uh, especially in a year like this. You know, uh, I had you know so many people are experiencing very bad things, of course, in, through the pandemic, and 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 I had this gift and this uh, joy of having this film, having this this. Uh, kind of outcome it is such a personal film you talked about how you knew people that were you know kind of inspired you that you knew somebody that had that open door relationship on that top floor i imagine that you get a lot of people well maybe not in the pandemic but maybe you get a lot of people that say i have friends or i know someone that was in this similar situation oh yeah uh, you know uh, of course uh, that, that is true and actually the, the strangest thing is when with Malison we were writing, we were kind of a couple of years into the writing. We were always trying to give the script to people that were as close as possible to the characters, you know, uh, aging wise or, you know, biographically <laughs> speaking. And, and one day we found out that there were, there was a couple, uh, very close to Paris, uh, one Italian and one French uh, woman that were living exactly the same situation, but I mean, exactly the same because we, 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 we got to know a friend of hers and uh, of them. And I really wanted them to read the script or to meet me or my son. And they didn't want, uh, because of course they, I guess they were scared that we might steal uh, some details <laughs> about their life. So, and I, and I know, and I hope now that they, that they will see the film. <laughs> But then, yes, so sometimes, you know, the, re- the, the, the relation between fiction and reality is, is strange. And, and, uh, it is true that I, I did this film kind of as a, as a private gesture, you know, thinking about people I knew and I, that are very dear to me. Um, and then I found out, uh, before, because the film, uh, was in festival six months before the pandemic. So I, I really had the chance to meet a lot of, uh, audiences because I was traveling with the film. I met so many people after the, uh, the screenings that, that came up to me telling their own personal stories. And, and that was, uh, really touching. And, and you realize that something that you made, thinking that is just for, you know, some people that you knew or you know, then it resonates with so many other people and different experiences, uh, throughout the world, uh, in the world. And that's a wonderful experience about it. I absolutely love the way that you use the one song as a refrain in the film to represent the better times. It is so well done. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, the, uh, the, the idea of using the song uh, was because with Malison, we wanted to avoid to use dialogue to say, uh, you know, the usual love phrase sentences, you know, that, that you might expect because, uh, we both, we both think that in real life, in the in the in the big scenes of your life, you don't talk like that, <laughs> and uh, you you usually you know go with small talks and and you know kind of useless sentences, and but we still wanted to have that kind of uh, uh, strong feeling and and emotion into the film, 
And so the lyrics of the song are, are very important because they are there, even though the audience, I'm Italian, so I understand it, but the, the you know, the French audience, that was my first uh, audience and the first audience I had in mind while making the picture, won't understand exactly the words of the song. Uh, so a little bit like Nina and Madeleine's la- love story, it, it is there, but nobody sees it. <laughs> and, 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 and the song, it is a little bit like this. Uh, the, the, the love words, the love sentences are there, but the audience will get it just at the end. And then, you know, pop song, this kind of wonderful 60s, uh, song, they, they, they work for emotion and, 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 and it was a good tool to use. I thought it was very smart too how you end the film with the song being subtitled or having the lyrics on screen. Yeah, that, that, that was the point, you know. So, so, so we make sure that the audience get it. <laughs> right. So what's next for you? What are you working on now? Uh, to be honest, the life of the film has been uh, great, but also uh, demanding. I mean, I, I've been traveling with the film and then, uh, you know, even through the pandemic, doing a lot of Zoom for, you know, the Oscar campaign, the Golden Globes. And then uh, right now I'm in Italy because the movie theaters are open like uh, two weeks ago. So I, the movie has been released. So um, I was till yesterday, I was traveling with the film, uh, meeting, uh, you know, the audiences, which is great. But that kind of avoided so far uh, the fact that I can focus on on the in the next on the next picture. So then I have ideas. I'm starting to you know uh, to read because I like to kind of study what I'm doing next. So I'm, I'm I have a lot of books I'm I'm reading and and um, and I'm trying to think which is the best uh, next option. I have many stories to tell, but I wanted to make sure that I tell the right story at the right moment and, and watching the story through the right angle, especially. Well, I have a feeling that whatever you do next, I will very much enjoy because okay. Two of Us was absolutely fantastic. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Well, Mr. Menegetti, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate this. Thanks to you. It was a pleasure talking to you. Vivrai con me in un'isola fantastica e un mondo vedrai di lassù, un mondo nascosto nel blu, tutto nuovo per te.
con me sul mio carro tra le nuvole 